to Parse, the official podcast of the Elaheo Midyar, Mir Jalali Institute of Iranian Studies at the University of Toronto. In Persian, Parse means strolling or wandering around as an observer of contemporary life and modernity. In a similar spirit, our podcast Parse aims to take our listeners on an intellectual stroll in the field of Iranian studies, where they can listen to different ideas from leading thinkers, academics, activists, and authors in the discipline. Our podcast will provide thought-provoking excerpts from lectures and seminars organized by the Iranian Studies Institute at U of D to make the extensive work we do with our partners more accessible to academics and non-academics alike across Canada and beyond. 45th episode of Parse is an excerpt of a presentation given by Ted Good on curiosity and identity in the Denkat. This lecture was part of the Zoroastrian Study Symposium in honor of Ervard Dr. Jahan Bagli, which took place at UFD on September 9th, 2023. Ted Good received his BA in 2010 from the University of North Texas, where he studied philosophy, religion, and anthropology. From there, he focused on Zoroastrianism at the School of Oriental and African Studies in London and the University of Chicago, earning MAs in religion in 2011 and 2014, respectively. Good completed his PhD at the University of Toronto under the supervision of Dr. Enrico Raffaelli and Dr. Miguel Angel Andres Toledo. Good's doctoral research focuses on an early Zoroastrian school of philosophy centered on the Middle Persian work, the Denkard. Yes, so here's our outline. I'm first going to talk about the biography of Zardusht, so this is Denkard Book 7. Then I'm going to use some philosophical theories to sort of think through this context, and then we'll have a short conclusion. So let's start with the biography of Zardusht. And just so we're clear, I'm saying Zardusht now because we're looking at Middle Persian sources and we are no longer going to look at Avestan sources. So Denkard Book 7 is an important, sec important text. And in this text, the context of these questions, these identity questions from the Gathas, they come right after Zardusht has become ritually pure. Bahman, so that's the Middle Persian name for Vahumana, is the one who's going to ask the questions. That's why I pointed it out earlier. But then, so there are two major biographies of Zardusht in Middle Persian, and they both contain this in almost identical ways, but given the, the greater narrative of the whole biographies, the content, or they mean something different in the two biographies. So, what is the sort of general biography of the prophet? Well, it's in three parts. There's his early life, from his birth, to what's called the consultation. Then there's the consultation. This is when Zarathustra, or Zardusht, meets Ormazd, gets the religion, sort of becomes a prophet, right? Gets the revelation. Then there's the aftermath, when he converts people, takes the religion, and goes to the, the world, famously converting Vishtas. So we have before the, the consultation, the consultation itself, after. The question always appears in the first part, before the consultation. So there are three biographies in Middle Persian on Zarathustra. One is Dankard Book 5, which is extremely short, and it doesn't have um, this event, so we're not going to talk about it. There's a much longer one in a book by um, Zod Spram. He's the brother of Manush Jir, which um, Professor Choksi mentioned several times. Then there's Denkart 7, which is the one we're going to focus on. So not only is Denkart 7 the most detailed, the longest, it has the most uh, 
information. It's also the most heavily saturated with Zand passages. Remember, these are translations from Avestan texts. One of the reasons that Dankart 7 is so important is that the Zand passages in Dankart 7 are of lost Avestan texts. So we don't have the originals, we can't compare, but how they are phrased, the sort of peculiarities of language, tell us that it is an old passage. And so because of this, we know that at least some of the content of Dankart 7 is very old. So here's the differences between Dankart 7 and Zotzbram. Well, the differences that are important for today. In Dankart 7, these questions that we're going to look at are the first time Zardusht in any way comes in contact with the divine being. This is not the case in Zotzbram. And so it's unique and makes the event more important in the Dankart. Zotzbram, on the other hand, narrates the whole consultation. In Dankart 7, it's actually not there at all. It's referenced, but we don't see it. We're just told that it happens, and then we're told that it already happened. And so it's missing, or it's um, not talked about. So here's the four chapters in Dankert 7, which are the life of Zardusht. It comes in two halves. The early life, before the consultation. The later life, after the consultation. And so if we see, between chapters 3 and 4, that's where the consultation happens. It's not narrated in the, in the text. And so we might wonder, well, maybe this is just a manuscript problem. But so these are the chapters, two, three, four, five. Chapter one is an introduction, which includes sort of an overview of the book. And that overview of the book matches what we have. So it's, it's uh, not obvious that something is missing. So there's our basic context. Let's look at the precise event itself. I'm going to start with something with a comic book, which shows the life of Zardusht. You don't have to read the text. That's not, that's not from Dankart 7 but it'll give us the idea of what's happening. So Zardusht comes to a river, he goes into the river, and when he comes out, Bahman is there, and that's when our event takes place. So that's the context, and now we're gonna look at Dankart 7. So how Dankart 7 does this, how it introduces um, events for which it's going to give lots of Zand, is it has an introductory section. So this is a non-Zand Middle Persian, and it tells us during the 30th year of Zardusht, Bahman um, approached him as Orma's messenger. And it gives us the context, and then it says, okay, now I'm gonna give you the Zand passages. And so after this, there's pages and pages of like detailed um, Zand commentaries and whatever. So we're just gonna go right to the point. So Zardusht has just entered the third branch of the river. And then right when he comes up, he sees a man in the distance walking towards him from the south. The south is an auspicious direction, so, but we don't know who it is, it's too far away. Then there's a fourth branch of the river. Zardush goes in, comes out, and that's when Vahman is right there, right? Just like in the, the comic book. And so the very first thing that Vahman says to Zardusht, so the very first thing that a divine being says to Zardusht is, who are you? And he says, I am Zardusht. And then he says, from whom are you? This question is a little bit different than in the Gathas, because in the Gathas it was an, a question of allegiance, which side are you on? And here it's a question of lineage. So he responds, I am from Spatama. This is my lineage. And then you can see at the bottom I have these square brackets with some questions or with some dots. After this, Fahman continues to ask questions. You know, things like, What are you striving for? And Zardush says, Righteousness. What are you doing this? What are you doing that? But what's interesting is it's only questions. 
Bachmann doesn't speak, he only asks questions. And so what is the, what is the importance of this, especially in the Nekert? Well, like I said multiple times, this is the very first time Zardusht has, con has made contact with the divine being. The consultation is not described in this text, and so this becomes the longest, most detailed section where Zardusht is talking to a divine being, which makes it even stranger that Bachman reveals no knowledge to him. So there's no uh, part of the narrative where Zarathustra, Zardusht, gets the religion and becomes a prophet, which is kind of strange. So if we think about this in terms of comparative religion, usually what happens when we have a prophet, we have God sending a messenger to the prophet, giving some information to the prophet, the prophet takes it to the people. Maybe it's something like God wants the people to do X, or here's some sacred truth that the people didn't have access to, or here's a sacred scripture. Remember, Bahman is just asking questions. He doesn't give him anything. So that's kind of a strange thing. It made me curious. And so now I want to look at some philosophical theories in the Denkard, which are somehow related to this. So this is not a direct answer to those questions because it's a complex text. We don't know how the Denkard was, uh, was composed. But let's remember what we're talking about, what our problem is. So why did Bachman reveal no knowledge to Zardusht? And why did he just ask questions, right? He's asking questions, so the knowledge is coming from Zardusht to Bachman. Well, in Denkard 3, it has the theory that God's will is innate in people. So Bachman didn't have to reveal it. It was already there. And the religion itself, Zoroastrianism, is innate to people. So he didn't have to give him any sacred truth. He didn't have to give him any text. He was innate in the person. Maybe he just had to sort of ask the right questions to evoke it. That's already latent in the person. Now let's look at some uh, passages where this is discussed. So this is Denkar 3, chapter 294. You can see on the bottom. And we see that uh, Orma's will is that people know him. And we know this for two reasons. The first is that every person has this psychological faculty which allows them to cognize the creator. So it's sort of, we're, it's built into us. And the religion itself tells us we should do this. So we're told to do this, we have the ability to do this. It seems to work out really well. So this is God's will. Well, what about people's will? Well, people just naturally want to cognize the creator. They have this capacity and they can do it. But what's interesting, is people also want to learn other things. They want to know the creator, but also things that are not the creator. So people, uh, are, and then the chapter has this passage from the ancients. These are the first teachers of the religion, the Poryot Keshan from the Chidagi Andarzi Poryot Keshan. So what do they say? They said the creator of innate wisdom, innate wisdom is the name of this faculty, recommends that people be diligent learning. So Ormaz is the creator of innate wisdom, and he says people should be curious. So we see that people have this innate, open-ended curiosity, and it sort of functions through this faculty, which is innate wisdom, which is um, the ability to cognize the creator, but it also has the ability to learn other things. This is innate wisdom. It's Asen Khrad in Middle Persian, and it is a direct borrowing from Avestan. You can just see that's almost the same letters. It is one of the most important, like psychological, spiritual parts of the human being. And it's also one of the most widely discussed in the Denkard. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Parse. Your support is invaluable to us. To like, share, or listen to our latest episodes, please head to our pages on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. To p- watch the complete seminars, please head to the Elahe Omidyar Mirjalali Institute for Iranian Studies website and YouTube page, which are linked in the description. See you again on our next episode.